Avery is not the greatest. I'll ruin this back. Reader, this is gonna take me fourteen tries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> the year is two thousand sixteen. I just had my fourteen birthday party, and Zane just missed the organ project. So it wasn't for his bad knees. That's right. <laughs> and we're in the last place you would ever expect to find ourselves: Birmingham, Alabama, for the NCAA Indoor National Championships. We're not running. We're just watching, and we're excited. We even photoshopped. VIP wristbands and printed them out, cut them just so we could sit front row right in the finish line. Saved fans. ourselves like $15. <laughs> and so me and Sam were showing they're having a great time. We're excited. Next up, it's the men's mile. Okay. And we're like, okay, you know, a lot of the favorites do the 3K, so this could, this could be anybody's race. And the gun goes off, and there's this random Virginia guy that just goes right to the front. And he, he stays there for about 800 to go. And he's like, all right, this guy, you know, he's going out slow. He's taking it to the front, whatever. Anyone tries a path, he's not doing it. And we look up this, this uh, Virginia guy, and he's ranked 25th in the country going into that. Okay, so he, he got, like, the only reason he's there is because everyone decided to jump to the 3K uh, and just get clapped by Edward Cheserick or something. But that's beside the point. He's, he's going 800, 1,200 to go. He's still in front. Whenever anybody tries to pass him, he just picks it up a bit pushes him to the side, keeps it going. One lap to go, but there's no way he holds it. Who, who leads wire to wire in the indoor mile at the NCAA championships? I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who. Henry M.F. and Wynn. That's right. <laughs> I will say, did you like that? Avery was going to read something and then obviously went a little bit off script because his phone turned off. Um, and he did a great job. That was only second try. I was expecting that. I was expecting to be here for three or four hours. <laughs> that was good. So that was the longest intro, best intro. Yeah. And so we have Henry Wynn. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I've got chills. That was a hell of an intro. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to hear about chills, go to the Birmingham Zoo, which I did go to that weekend. <laughs> you do not have to have any sort of wristband or ticket to go into. You can, I could gotten into the rhino cage in 30 seconds. I could have jumped the fence. There was like slits in between the fence. <laughs> they were like asking you politely not to go in with like the big birds and everything. Like that. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever done in my life. Birds are just flying around. <laughs> Birmingham's a great it's place. It's like a zoo. It is a it's zoo. A zoo. Great place. It is a zoo. We love a zoo. Anyways, on that note, let's go ahead and roll this intro. Here's the fun part. All right, welcome back, everybody. As we say, we have Henry Wynn, and he's he is an indoor national champion, That's correct. which is pretty epic. But also, he runs a 351 mile, a 335 1500. He's done 147, 1330. He was a part of the indoor world record for the four by one mile, and now with the Brooks Beast. So, and also, I learned you went to Staples for high school. Oh yeah, I went to Office Depot High. Where did you go? Uh, Office Max. Office Max High. Yeah. <laughs> big rivals. Yeah. <laughs> the big, yeah. That had to have been an original joke. That was very original. <laughs> what I learned is that you won 20, is this, I could be wrong. You won 22 state championships in high school? Yeah, that's, that's true. That is how? We had like, we had all the classes. We had like the small schools, the opens, all that kind of stuff. So you add them up, it was 22. But yeah, that's. That's a fact. Is that the most in Connecticut history? 
I don't know about that. We've got some good guys from Connecticut, but that's definitely the most from Staples. And I got to imagine Home Depot as well. <laughs> it works for Home Depot. I, do. <laughs> I don't have those. I don't have the Home Depot record. You don't. No. Oh, you don't. No. <laughs> Somebody's run like forty six nine in the four hundred hurdles. Yeah, a little record hurdle in the four hundred hurdles. <laughs> Damn. But, uh, <laughs> so. So, and one thing I uh, I noticed when like looking at your T first is because you were obviously super good in high school. But going into college, the transition it wasn't exactly impressive, and it, and it felt like you kind of had to like get beaten down a bit, uh, get some really low lows to reach up to your high highs. How what was kind of like the mentality through that, or were you just kind of hanging on? Yeah, I, I went into college not really knowing anything about NCAA running. Um, I mean, I'd had a good col- or a high school time, but I went in pretty blind to UVA. Luckily, I picked a good team. I, I visited some good schools. I just you know I loved the guys there. I liked Coach Watson. Um, but I went in, I kind of went in with the mentality that I wanted to have fun in college and not really care right. about running too much. <laughs> so, well, that didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't work out at, at all. I had a good time maybe my freshman year. You can ask, I mean, yeah. if Watson was here, he'd tell you I put on the pounds, I partied a little too hard <laughs> to practice late, that kind of thing. But yeah, it was not a very good transition. I think I ran like 346 or something, 347 in the 1500. Um, yeah, so not too great after having ran 405 in high school, yeah. I'm sure they were expecting a little bit more, but, you know, slowly I kind of like, I got my, I got it together, uh, better time maintenance. I wasn't very good at, you know, doing homework, studying for tests, gotcha. trying to party, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Never easy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely, that's the hardest part. Oh yeah. Um, and, and also since I think, uh, Statistically, the average listener for this podcast is like eight and a half years old. Mm-hmm. So we're obligated to ask you, how is uh, how's the new teammate, uh, Spencer Brown? Oh, Spencer is doing great right now. I mean, really? he's, it's nice having him. Yeah, he's he kicked my ass in a hill workout the other day and unfortunately really? put it up on YouTube. So that was nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, what he didn't tell you guys is that I did more reps than him, but you know, he's just, yeah, he's, he's oh, out here. Everything is fake. That's everything it. is fake on YouTube. <laughs> Don't believe anything you see. Spencer Brown is not actually a runner. He just photoshops he his, photoshops his body in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> CGI. Yeah. He, he has a great budget for, you know. I know, it's impressive. It's Georgetown. In Georgetown. Yeah, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dec- decimated our team budget so he can get that CGI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys don't get paid anymore. It's just for Spencer. <laughs> it's special CGI. effects artist. Yeah. I'm not even sure any pro runners get paid. I'm not sure either. <laughs> I haven't met a single one that does. I mean, I, mean, I, I pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody just is like, well, I guess I'll push my career off. <laughs> yeah. Ten years. Um, but did, did it, like, change the, like, the dynamic, having, like, a camera on, like, all the time? Or is it still just, like, like you know, same kind of vibe, just he's doing his, his thing? He does a really good job of just like he doesn't get in the way. He has his buddy Will filming and Ari, one of my old teammates from UVA, there that's taking right, photos and right. stuff like that. Uh, I mean, they're there. Like, you what you have to tell yourself is like, I mean, I'm getting dropped in the hill workout, but we're supposed to go easy that day. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to kill myself. Yeah, that, it's gonna that is very get, true. Yeah. It's going to get comments on YouTube. Like, fortunately, there haven't been too many bad comments. I did get one like death threat from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> They told Spencer to grind me into the dirt with their spike. I'm not really sure what I did to upset that one. Person, but <laughs> <Good Lord. laughs> got Otherwise, it's been all positive. 2016? Crackle? Well, <laughs> that's his, that must be Crackle's uh, brain. Yeah, let's not comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too bad that he's still 
salty about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like we talked about last time, I mean, comments are, are ridiculous. When, when we had the video for the, for the three-legged mile, we ran in, you know, in the general scheme of like running fast, very slowly for a mile. Yeah. 520. 520. Yeah. And people, there was like one comment that had like, 4,000 likes in a bunch of comments that said, there is no way that was a 520 mile. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> he quoted, they just fooled Sports Illustrated. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> there's no way to prove it to that person. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, so I think it's Oh, a, wait, no. This is, Chris told, Chris Chavez told us to plug the number because oh, we never shoot, do we it. always forget it. Okay, and you wrote it down. I wrote it down. So, thank Call, you. Call, text, so, anything. You say the number. The backbone of this podcast is the number, okay? Yeah. So you guys are listening. If you want to make this podcast the best thing you do and make us the best people we are. The only reason we've taken down all these world records and featured on Sports Illustrated <laughs> and how we, you know, we no get paid there. vacation to the Bahamas yes. is just because... Your PTO is much better than mine. We need to talk about that. Well, we'll, we'll after the podcast. <laughs> but it's all because you guys ask questions at the number. It's 646-780-9218. What was that, Henry? Six four six nine one zero. Oh, you ever. Confidence is good. Six four six seven eight zero nine two one eight. All right. I was like, if he does that, that is a Virginia uh, education, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get in on athletics. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think Georgia Tech had to write an actual like pleading letter for me to get in there yeah. <laughs> like, I, uh, I visited I visited you Penn and when I told the coach I wasn't going there he said you don't know how many strings I had to pull to get you past it <laughs> I well I don't I'm not going to say this person's name uh, but uh I had a friend in high school he's a footlocker qualifier um from Georgia who could it be <laughs> well I'm not me um well anyways he, uh so um, he was getting recruited by Harvard and the Harvard coach asked him to send him his test scores and he sent um, him the, his, his entire test score and he said, oh, not the two part, the three part. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said that was the three part. Oh my God. And they never responded. <laughs> so shout out to that dude. Yeah. You know where you are. Pay attention to school kids. <laughs> You're in Colorado right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, think it's, uh, I think it's time to get the speed round question. That is correct. Do you want me to do it? Because you you you've hit your reading quota, I think. For that. I fit, yeah, my brain is fried. Yeah. <laughs> my brain is fried. Yeah, I, I felt a little bit uh, <laughs> bad for you being one of the greatest readers of all time. I know. I'm actually. I will say, I bought two books last week. Really? And I am 36 pages into one of them. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's better than. That's not too bad. No. Yeah, I'm one. One is like so. I mean, I bought the Shoe Dog book, the Phil Knight book. Oh yeah, that's a good one. And then I bought one about um, genocide, so oh, I don't get into that. That's a pretty good one. That's, that's <laughs> a great one, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what came over me. I was like, this looks good. I, think <laughs> yeah. I was trying to like, look like Were those in the same pot. section of the, uh, the bookstore or what? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> right next sure. to each other? Probably in like the, you're an idiot for buying this section. <laughs> I was just like, probably trying to look like an intellectual in Barnes & Noble and be like, ah. I'm not gonna buy oh, this one about running and another one about running. I'm gonna go running and genocide. <laughs> um, so, anyways, again, these are all from Instagram. So, people, whenever we say to ask, again, what are they called? Speed round questions. You do it, okay? 
That's right. Yeah. See, I'm my management style is a scary. I'm scary. Bad guys. cop. I'm good cop. Yeah, yeah. You just say you you ask them. <laughs> and I go, hey, hey, don't listen to him. I understand. How are you feeling? How are you yeah. feeling? I want to bring that guy back in here. If you do the speed round question. <laughs> He's at the door. All right. All right. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Um, actually, that was the second dumbest thing I've ever done because of uh, Office Depot High School is the dumbest joke ever made. Yes. All right. Um, so, uh, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Chris, drop the music. Uh, and usually it's the Jeopardy music. And R.I.P. to Alex Trebek. R.I.P. to Alex Trebek. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, so in three, two, one. What is your favorite post-race meal? Uh, gotta go with like a steak dinner, celebratory. Hopefully. Woo! The crusty crab or the chum bucket? Gotta go crusty crab. Fuck plankton. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> what are your favorite shoes? Uh, the Brooks Ghost Thirteens. I will say my favorite shoe of all time is the original Brooks launch. So you wear, yeah, we can get you a pair. We'll get we'll dust them off for you. Thank you. <laughs> if you want to sit in any shoes, I am very open. <laughs> um, I'm no longer on Mizuno for many reasons. Uh, any tips on why the third mile of my 5K is two minutes slower? I submit. Probably it. going out too fast. <laughs> um, if you and one friend had baseball bats, could you beat a silver bat gorilla in a fight? No chance. Yeah. Those probably. things can bend car tires in half, so they just screw us up. Car tires? Like they can like just squish a car tire with their hands. That's insane. I thought I, I did a lot of research. Remember that question, like ten thousand rats, five silverbacks. Yeah, we did. We argued that for a long time. So <laughs> I'm glad that you've you've done your You're research. An expert, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> these are all very. Wrong. As a pro, you have a lot of free time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or unemployed, like I literally went on a bike ride this morning and then sat in my bed for seven hours. But you read thirty six pages. No, I didn't open the book. Oh. <laughs> um, if you were a dog, what type of dog would you be? Shih Tzu, because that's what my family has. Nice. They're beasts. Turkey Not trot. Not the most badass. Turkey trot or gobble jog? <laughs> turkey trot, because gobble jog just is, sounds dirty to me. <laughs> I've never heard of a gobble jog. I've never heard of that in my life. Like Andrew, can watch yourself. Yeah. Also, if there's any gobble jogs that are happening, let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, who's your favorite? Don't Google that. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to come up. Let's not find out. <laughs> I have seven hours tomorrow to do what I want to do. Um, favorite teammate ever? Favorite teammate ever. I'm going to go with Mike Marcella. Shout out. Woo! He's a tall dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's taller, taller than I am. So that means he's shorter than me. All right. Least favorite <laughs> teammate. Who's your least favorite teammate? I just read that like I didn't read the other one. So. My least favorite teammate. I'm going to go with Josh Kerr. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. That's one of our podcast rivals, so. Yeah, oh, that's right. We're going to edit out yeah, his name. It's just only, only because he talks about his podcast so much. Oh, yeah. I have, oh, after this last question, I have a, a bad cop thing to say. Uh, <laughs> favorite, what is your favorite apple? Be careful. This is gonna this is gonna tip the markets. Uh red delicious. I don't I don't really eat apples if we're being honest. You okay. gotta eat apples. That's, that, that well I want to try one of the cosmic crisps. I've heard those. I've heard those are super good. Okay. My high school coaches called me three times about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, like, I'll, I'll He's like, have you heard of this new Apple? I'm like, yes, dude. You've called me twice about it. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Steve, Nick Stevens, who's constantly talking about the cosmic apples. I got it, dude. Um, yeah. So uh, one thing, because I'm going to be a bad cop right now, it's not sounding like it, but I'm being a little manipulative. Um, is probably about three weeks ago. With I didn't tell you this because I've been a little embarrassed about it. I messaged, um, what's the sit and kick? Is that what the podcast yeah. is called? Yeah, sit and kick. I messaged them on Instagram saying, I've had a few people reach out to me saying we should do a crossover podcast. We've been tagged in their posts too. That's exactly right. And um, I didn't get a message back. They saw it. They definitely saw it. I didn't even check. And they were like, this is this, because <laughs> they know that we're the number one podcast in the world. That's right. And they don't want to even look at us. They don't want to acknowledge our existence because they think they're the number one podcast in the world. I've yeah. heard, I heard them say it themselves. Yeah. So sorry you're in the middle of this, yeah. Henry. But, uh, you know, podcast beef is serious. Yeah. It gets I, I know. I told them to check their DMs. I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they get a few of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't get any, so I'm just really waiting on that one. <laughs> You know, at least it's better than being their teammate and not getting asked on to their damn podcast. That's well, true. To, to be fair, I, we haven't, I haven't asked any of my teammates because part of the reason why, why I like that? this podcast, well, part of the reason why I like this podcast <laughs> is because I talk to them all the time. All right. I, yep. I, I don't get to talk to you ever. I don't get to talk to all of other, other podcasts ever. So sure. not only is it good content, you know, it's exciting for me, you know. And it's not biased. And it's not biased, you know. I'm very biased, though. <laughs> um, but you are not, which is good. Um, so if you guys want to see or hear, because you're not going to see anything, um, a crossover pod between the Sit and Kick podcast. Um, By crossover pod, we mean cage, cage, cage fight, cage match. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going to do that? I'll figure it out. I'll pay for that. <laughs> I, wonder how many, I wonder how many views we would get. 15, 16? That's at least way more than I need. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's get into these questions. I think I want to continue talking about podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right. So this question either obviously came in before Halloween or you're just, you can't wait for another like 350 days uh, before Halloween. Uh, we don't get to check our thing very much. So if this came in pre-Halloween and you're very concerned about this, I apologize and don't listen to this until next year. Um, so the question is, uh, if these people were a or were giving out Halloween candy at their door, what candy would they give out? And the people are. Have you heard of well, this? Well, I, I think we should just do like an interview, like like come and speed around, saying like this guy and Henry is this. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh well, you've obviously thought about this, spot. so you take it. Whatever. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. We're putting you back on the spot. Henry. All right. I'm ready. And I'll ask you too, Zane. I mean, I don't want to be a part of this spot. <laughs> All right, if this person was giving out Halloween candies, if you go and knocked on Meb Kofleski's door, what would you give out? I feel like Meb's giving out full chocolate bars. Like, He's legit. Right. Yeah. Mo Farah. Mo Farah. I think he's also, he's giving out, like, Sour Patch Kids or something. He's, like, he seems like a good enough guy. He's loaded, though. Yeah. So, hopefully, he's, he's, he's like a <laughs> Galen, Rupp. Galen Rupp's giving out, like, Kale chips. I got, I, got a, I got a grudge against Galen from high school. We can go into that at some point. We'll, we'll, he okay. wants to apologize. We're going we're gonna to save that. Yeah, we'll save <laughs> All right. Molly Seidel. Molly Seidel. I feel like she's giving out like 
caramel apples or something like yeah, semi healthy. I, I was thinking graham crackers. I was thinking Dunkin' Donuts because she lives in Boston. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that wouldn't, I wouldn't be too upset about that. And um, then, well, don't ask that if you, if you can't read it. Sally Kipiega. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is more marathon, so I guess, you know, we're showing our knowledge. Upper Sally Kipiego, I mean, I don't know her too well. She's, she's obviously a beast, but she'd probably get out something healthy, maybe some, like, protein balls. Yeah. Being a marathon champ, you don't mess around with candy too often. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, Des Linden. And also, I'm going to say some uh, mid-league people after this. Yeah, I saw, like, uh, a post where there was candy for the kids and then, like, little shooters for the adults. I feel like that's Des's style. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what I said. Same she page. Same page. Um, Des is a beast. <laughs> Shout out. Let's go with uh, Matt Centrowitz. Who'd he give out? I don't think he would. He's he not mean? giving out candy. No. He's, He's playing Call of Duty. He's playing Call of Duty. And uh, let's go. What, what would you give out, Henry? I would give What's out. Unlimited budget. <laughs> unlimited budget? Ooh. Yachts. <laughs> oh, I'm going limited. All right, my favorite junk food is Sour Patch Kids Cheez-It. So I'm just giving out boxes Ooh, of those. There you go. There you go. Maybe like taped together or something like that. <laughs> I, I care about these kids' futures, so I'd be handing out bonds. House, bonds. Stocks and bonds? Yeah. Wow. In that, in that case, I'll be... Halloween. I did. Yeah. yeah each person they came in, I, I had them... Bond cards. I, I brought them in and had them stay here for about an hour and a half as yeah. I signed them up for a government bond. Yeah, and you sold them a timeshare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You, are, though, you are really bad at Halloween. <laughs> I'm also so bad. I felt horrible. I gave well. I gave out no right, game. I turned story. my lights off and I watched that's the TV. Story. I pulled the TV as close to my face as I could so you couldn't see the light, and I locked my gate. So I, I have. I'm, 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 I'm gonna save save my story. But you 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 mentioned something about Galen Ruff. You guys got some beef. That you yeah, we got beef. He probably doesn't know who I am, but I have beef against him. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I hope he's listening. But when I was at the New Balance Dream Mile or Grand Prix back in high school. I was in the, the athlete call area. I just won my race. I was all pumped. I see Galen. I say, my dad has his camera out. He goes, hey, Galen, can Henry get a picture with you? And he just goes, no. Wow. Meanwhile, meanwhile Salazar is over in the corner yelling at him to get on the bus. So I've always pictured them as like, you know, the blades of glory, like Salazar, <laughs> his coach. Like, all right, you get a couple of Skittles here. Yeah. <laughs> American wow. record. Dang. So, yeah. Wow. I don't even want the picture at this point, but, you know, it would have been nice. Yeah, well. Uh, Centrowitz took a picture with me. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are on great terms. I will say that Galen was right at the finish of the uh, trials this year, and he didn't even give me his prize money. What? If he won. I asked him. First, didn't take a picture, and then he didn't give you his prize money. I said, dude, I've been waiting here for 10 minutes. <laughs> freezing outside. Dude. You have to treat you have to treat your fans better than that. Yeah. That's right. Galen, you owe me like at least 100 grand. All right. We'll talk about that. Um, so with you, because I know you've been pondering this for the past six months, we do these so far in advance, mm -hmm. these questions. So who, who, what do you think? Who do you think? What do you think Pre would give out? What do I think Pre would give out? Yeah. See, Pre's like a cool guy, but he's an old school cool guy. Yeah, well, he's no longer. He'd be like pocket knives. Yeah, I could see that. Pocket knives. <laughs> okay. You have not I said a single candy yet. Pocket. Well, you of course. Like, that's not fun. <laughs> You're right. I'm actually suck at this. Yeah. You play. You like Halloween it. candy? Um, this is bonds. I think. And, <laughs> uh, 
Pocket I think whoever's programming my CGI is just messing up. Then, <laughs> sir, yeah. the Mizuno budget is not <laughs> great for uh, CGI. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think Galen would give out Nature Valley bars, just like very granola, vanilla. Just, just you answer the door. Just absolutely say, smashed up already. <laughs> yeah, he's like been actually on no. the alpha flies. Pre would hand out Toblerones. That's what I'm saying. Did I say that right? Toblerone. Toblerone. Because he's cool. <laughs> yes, he's cool. Okay, I guess. I that. think Pre wouldn't be into Halloween. I don't know why. No, he'd probably be out partying. It's yeah. true. He'd I be, think he's definitely Greek. He was, every year. <laughs> I think Neb would give out just Skechers go runs. <laughs> Sketchers go around. Just giving them because <laughs> yeah. they need to get them off the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> These have so much dust on them. <laughs> Just kidding, Sketchers. Sponsor us. That's funny. I actually interviewed with a job for Sketchers running and didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so this this next question, um, there's a lot of different ways we can interpret it. I don't think there is. Okay, well, <laughs> go for it. Then. You guys have interpreted it differently than I would, but um, it says if you could go on a run with anyone in the world, I guess it doesn't. I just thought about, but they don't have to be real. I guess they could be a fictional character, uh, but they would die immediately afterwards. So, they so you would go on a, on a run with them, and they would die. They would die. Or I'm we taking would, this as an assassination. You could, you or could you could them out. Or you could say you could go on a run with anybody and then you would die. I think that, 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 that makes more, I mean, it doesn't make sense to begin with. I'm, whoever wrote this question, I like your creativity, but I'm having trouble. I hate your creativity. <laughs> I'm having trouble. But we're going to answer it because, you know, it's uh, a good question. Right? A, is it? You no. just said <laughs> no. um, Anyways, so... What do, you, what do you think, Henry? Is this, you, you can interpret it how you like, and then you can answer it how you like. All right. So I'm interpreting this as like I'm assassinating somebody. I'm going to be like a hero. Okay. My favorite movie of quarantine was the interview. So I'm going Kim Jong-un. We're right. Oh. He's dying. I'm, you know, I'm you a world hero at that point. I think he made day, die on a run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Actually, he would be the greatest runner of all time. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yes, I mean, he's a good athlete. He's a great <laughs> yeah. athlete. I think he invented running. He did. actually. Yeah. He doesn't poop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong, that's a good one. Who about what about you? You have no idea. You you don't know people. You're saying freaking bonds and pocket knives. <laughs> I I think I would run with Frank Abagnale Jr. Who? For, I know, I'm sorry. Avery. <laughs> I was on a roll. I was about to say the craziest thing ever. No, I'm just kidding. Frank Abagnale Jr., for those who don't know is the guy who is portrayed in the movie Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, But it's yeah. a real dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pretended to be a lawyer. He pretended to be a pilot, a doctor, all between the ages of like 14 and 17. And never, well, he got caught eventually. He was forging checks and making tons of money, <laughs> marrying chicks. Nice. And uh, he was going to go to jail. And then he was like, actually, no, thank you. Cause that's you. I don't know. That's an option. That. Yeah. If if you've ever wanted, if they ever say you're under arrest, you say actually no. That's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. You just say no. Maybe no. no Excuse me. Yes, I got but, it. So, anyways, he was like, I'll work for the CIA um, or the FBI, the Federal Booty Investigators. I, I think it was FBI. Yeah. Um, Federal Booty Investigators. <laughs> um, and in exchange of for no prison time, and so he still works in like uncovering like. Uh, 
forging stuff. But that's like so sick. That's pretty sick. Pretending to be a pilot for like three years and just flying all over the world and getting away with it. I love when people get can get away with that kind of stuff. I think if you can be that slick and that confident in your abilities, you should not go to jail. <laughs> that's just my experience. <laughs> yeah. Like Ocean's Eleven, that kind of stuff. That's it's obviously cool. not real. Yeah. But. Well, that's a fun answer. I like that. Thank you. Very I much. can't. I can't follow up any of these. You're think. gonna say pocket knife, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would write the one with a gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, probably Colonel Sanders of KFC, I think. My dad was on a flight one time. He was on a what? He was on like a, just a regular flight with Colonel Sanders one time. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Um, geez, come on, Zane. Dude, say something. Okay. Okay. Everybody. Anybody. Okay, you, you know what? a person. I think there's a lot of cool people in history, you know. I think, uh, no. no. Maybe Attila the Hun. Attila the Hun? Yeah. Because like, because like, he just pulled that so far out of well, I think act. Okay, well, here's why. <laughs> so he's pretty, back, he's pretty far back in history. We know a little bit about him. But we don't know a lot about him. And I'm about to just say something really stupid and probably regret it. Because I don't know what I'm talking about. I just said that first, uh, first out of the pocket. But so he, he had the, the largest empire in history, right? And he did all this crazy stuff. What kind of a personality would he have to be able to do that? Before technology, before was social media. You know, he, he's just Isn't like Instagram. Instagram, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know when this was. But I, I just like kind of stuff like that of like, pre-technology pre-civilization of how one person had just a stupid amount of influence and a stupid amount of power know what was going on in all these different places and kind of like what how was he because i feel like it'd be the same way with like a modern entrepreneur like if i have like similar values of just like work ethic and like you know knowing how to manipulate people i feel like it'd be interesting to get a deeper perspective on him it may not be a total hun but like some some one of those historical figures that just like was famous on like you know was just the legend of this 500 period block Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that was great. You, just, you think I salvaged it? I think you salvaged it. Yes. The uh, prehistoric yes. influencer. That's right. Um, one thing I do want to say before we get on to the last question is a couple weeks ago, somebody just texted into the podcast, I'm listening to your podcast because I'm bored. Okay. Um, again, think- our podcast is not boring, but they texted again. Okay. And they're from a 317 number, which, if I'm not mistaken, is Indiana. Um, but he said, this, I just want to just shout him out. You know, he said, so I'm listening to your podcast. I didn't mean that your podcast was boring. I meant that I'm bored, so I'm listening to your podcast because I think it's funny. Also, I'd like you to come find me and respond. Bruh, stop bashing me. Holy crap. Um, so, Jack. We apologize for bashing you. That was probably just me. <laughs> Avery's very nice. I'm good cop. Uh, you are. Jack, listen here, buddy. Don't ever text this line. You're blocked. And then you say. And I say, easy there, easy there. <laughs> I don't want to bring him back in here, all right? You know, you're a good guy. We understand each other. You just had, a, you know, a bad run, you know. Yeah. But we're going to come out of this a good side. And, uh. How I did good. Is that good cop? That was great. Um, he said, I'm going to start bothering you guys now. Also, well, he said, oh, here, he said, okay, I'm, I'm a, I am a, in, in, oh my God. Come on, Zane. I can't read. Okay, I'm going to stop bothering you now. Also, what were your guys' PRs in middle school? Um, one thing, Jack, you said you're going to stop bothering us and then immediately ask us a question. <laughs> um, I, Jack, uh, come on, man. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I'm getting past that. I had no middle school PRs. I ran cross country in middle school two years. This is a true story. I broke a kid's arm in the last hundred meters and he called my friend threatening my life. What? 
I broke a kid's <laughs> arm in the final bit. He was pushing me, and I grabbed his arm and threw him down, and I broke it. What? That's a real thing. What? Eighth grade. Shout out Emmett Eagles at Galloway Middle School. All right. All right. All right. All right. Owned by Jeff Galloway, the first Peachtree Road Race Champion and 10,000 meter Olympic qualifier ever. <laughs> that was wild. I didn't expect that. So, Henry. Yeah. Where are your middle school PRs? How, how did, where, did, where did it start? Or if you didn't have any, what sport did you play? My parents called me the slowest kid alive when I was in middle school. <laughs> I, uh, I played lacrosse. I played defense because I didn't want to run. Mm-hmm. And I vividly remember using my, my lacrosse stick, it was six feet long, as like a headrest. So I'd put it in between my helmet, <laughs> visor, and the top. And at one point, it got stuck. So I'm running around with it stuck in my helmet. And all the parents are yelling at me. My coaches are yelling at me. I'm just running around with it stuck in my helmet for like 10 minutes. So that's, about, that's my PR. <laughs> did, you run, you, did you run a middle school? I did. What were your PRs? Three forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I, I had pictures of me. I just found them. They were they were pretty funny. Um, but I, I I practiced twice a week. I did soccer, and I didn't believe in warming up because that's just wasting energy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I ran. I think my three K PR. I got like eleventh at county at the county meet, and I think I ran like twelve twelve twenty in the three K. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, do you know my friend Bailey Roth? He's from Arizona. Yeah. He went to my high school for two weeks. Do you know what he ran in the 3K in the eighth grade? Do I want to know? He ran 8.59 in the eighth grade. What? Wow. Isn't that insane? That's it's insane. a world record. That, I believe it. Yeah, he's a psychopath. Bailey, start running. <laughs> All right. Um, so, and our last question we get a lot of, you know, people wanting us to do these world records. They know I'm the fittest guy on earth. They know that we're going to do these things. How many world records have we taken down? Two. Two. How many are we going to take down in the future? Two. Probably. No, I don't know. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I'm getting pretty tired of it. Um, so somebody asked us if we, had a, if we had to run a blindfolded mile, number one, who would we want to race? And what do you think we could run for a blindfold mile? Given this would be around a 400-meter track, that's what I'm thinking. Because okay. if you were just on a mile stretch, it wouldn't – I mean, it would be scary, but it would, you'd know that you would That's be, true. There wouldn't be – There wouldn't be a lot of danger. Yeah. So, Henry, you, are, you said that you have a guy who's a professional guide. Yeah, well, one of my, my friends from college, Devin Brewer, is like a guide runner for blind runners, so I feel like we could put together a pretty good team. Okay, I mean, like, what do you think you could run for a blindfold mile without him? Let's go without him first. Without him? Oh, my, that sounds, like, impossible. I don't know how you would do it. You, I'd run, like – I think you have to count your steps or something. What's, what's the record? I'm not sure. We don't do that. Just a little bit faster than whatever the record is. Well, because it's an Olympic event. <laughs> if you have a guide, it's probably pretty fast. Yeah, I'm not sure. I will say, when I, was at, when I ran for UGA before I transferred – the guy where we had a 400 meter guy who was legally blind who ran 47 and he would just stare at the rail. But he, I mean, but wait, 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 you mean just like, like he you could only see, see a little bit yeah. and he would just look at the rail. Obviously there would be nothing to look at, but I think he could get it down. He ran 47 like that, which is pretty impressive. So the, I just pulled out the Guinness book of world records yeah. and it, and this is updated December 1st, 2019. Ooh, this is new. The fastest mile blindfolded by a male is nine minutes and 27 seconds. All right, yeah, so. Uh, I was gonna right. say 8.30 or something. That's like, that's terrible. 
Yeah, that is dead. That is that's bad. Good. But you, I can see how it dad, goes. I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the world records that we've taken down have been pretty, pretty slow. It's kind of how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> like the handcuff map was like six fifty. What six something? Yeah. Handcuff. And we got it down to four thirty six. Four thirty six. But I think you could run a good handcuff mile. I think I, I think we could put together a good team. I think that I, I want to do like a handcuff four by four with everybody's handcuffed and you have to like turn around and give them the baton. Is it handcuffed behind your back? Yeah. It's not as bad as you think. Like I was super worried about falling, which was like yeah. the only scary thing. But like I've realized you don't need your arms. Yeah. Exactly. That's what all coaches tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly. <laughs> Next race you're in, guys, just don't use your arms and see how you feel. <laughs> just run. Tape them use too much energy with those things. Yeah. But but I feel like for a blindfolded mile, like this guy went slow, I'm sure, because he was he was did some sort of calculations in his head. I wouldn't want to hug the rail. I'll say that for sure. I would probably just just so I could feel comfortable, I'd be around in lane three ish. And I would like maybe like count in my head, get into a rhythm practice a few times. And just have the just weirdest turn going around. I, there's no way I could do that for four laps. The, well, more, so, I, the more I play this out in my head, there's yeah, no I, way. Yeah, I was thinking about it too, just even on a straightaway. Like if you're on a straight mile, I'd probably be veering all over the place. I know. Yeah. There better be DQs as well. If you step over that rail, you're out. Yeah. Three, three <laughs> steps, That's what makes out. it hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying I could probably run like 403. Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that question we got a lot of questions that just threw us through a loop. Yeah. But you know what? Did you that ever? You said Attila the Hun. That's right. You saw it yourself. Yeah. I was gonna make you go back and. No, I, I'm I'm happy with that one. Yeah. Avery's really smart. Everybody, that's what he wants you to know. I it, you probably you probably don't notice this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't notice this at all. But yeah. He's been reading a book about Attila apparently. Yeah. yeah. Exactly <laughs> it's right. a picture book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Anyway, so th- there's this, this one thing we do. Now that, now that we've gotten to know each other a little right, bit better on this right, podcast, right, right, right. we want to know deep down who is the real Henry Wynn and how we're going to do this is I know you're, you're uh, talking to us on your phone, but if you could go ahead and, and switch out your apps and go to your notes and read us, what does Henry Wynn tell himself? <laughs> give, us, give us, go through your notes, and if there's any self-talk, any ideas that you're willing to share, we want to hear them. What is, what is the real Henry Wynn? All right, what do I have in here? <clears throat> Start from the bottom. I have a rental agreement. Okay. Um, I did a uh, like I like I got into photography, so I was doing a photo of the day for a year. Oh, so nice. that's 2018. Uh, I got coffee and brunch spots in Seattle. <laughs> there you go. If you ever need a if you ever need a recommendation, <laughs> fishing locations in Washington. Nice. Uh, friends by state, where I just have a list of friends in each state when I'm traveling. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty actually good. a great idea. That's a great not, idea. Yeah, not the worst idea. Uh, tattoo ideas that just the most basic tattoo of all time. I don't think I'll be getting that anytime soon. The infinity symbol. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a infinity symbol met with like a feather. That said believe. <laughs> and an anchor that says yeah. <laughs> that, that says not all who wonder are lost. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Morning rehab routine when I was injured, I was trying to get healthy. That uh, you know, that kind of helped. Books okay. to read, believe it or not. Oh wow! And I have four books on this list. One of them is just an author's name. So, <laughs> just read just anything. Book. That's Dr. by Malcolm Gladwell, though. So hopefully oh, he listens to this. 
Malcolm G. Malcolm G's fine. Yeah, he could probably actually get on the podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, he's a big running fan. Yeah, he is. Core. So just trying to get a six pack. That was that that was before summer. So the summer body's over. Um, yeah. <laughs> then I wrote a I wrote a poem when I was running over quarantine. Wow. Ooh. If you feel comfortable sharing it, you're more than welcome. If you don't feel comfortable, you have to share it. And if, and All if right. you don't sorry, go ahead. <laughs> this so this is how bored I got on my runs. Like we were doing a lot of stuff by ourselves. So I wrote it's called what's it called? A duet of footsteps. Wow. All right. Yeah, get ready. I want I want snaps though, please. Afterwards. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so sorry. We have the saxophone. We'll be bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> so a duet of footsteps as gravel scrapes underfoot, thoughts swirling in his head, scenes playing out that may never be, solitary conversations interrupted by the occasional hello on your left. Never silent as the birds speak and squabble amongst themselves unfazed by the minutes traveled as this is a meditation honed each mile underfoot the loneliness of the long distance runner bothers him not i don't know that's pretty good. I've, never, I've never written a poem before but that like, was good <laughs> i'd like chris here's what i'd like to do i'm okay i'd like yeah you, you're very emotional <laughs> i would like to <laughs> i would like to take that and make that the intro i think that's great that was good. That was good. That was very good. Um, I have, that, was, that, that was much better. I wrote, the last two things I've written are KT tape that warms up when you rub it. <laughs> that's not a bad Multiple idea. Multiple uses, not just for athletics. Yeah, exactly. But that's not a bad idea. No. And then I also wrote Rough Runners, which is my idea to go run people's dogs. That's a good uh, idea. That, yeah, I, I, I sort of did that. Uh, well, that, that was my, I, I was actually, side story, I'm not going to get too much into it, but I was in Seattle for a summer because my, uh, my supermodel girlfriend, who's playing with my cash, who's right playing now. with your cash right now, was, <laughs> uh, was working at Microsoft and I was just stay at home dad. Yeah. And just to, so I wanted to feel useful, I walk dogs. And since it's, it, they don't usually like males to walk dogs, so they usually like, you know, just like girls, all friendly stuff. But my big thing was, I'll, I'll work out your dog, I'll run with your dog. My big thing was, I'm very feminine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, so yeah. Okay. That's good. My roommate, when I was living in New York, Daniel Wynn, used to walk dogs for a living. It. It, was, it was great. It was yeah. great. Um, what was the name of this, this app? Rough Runners. I'm not sure if it's real yet. Rough Runners? That could. That could Sounds be. very real. So. But if anybody wants to invest, I need about $100 million, most of which is going to go straight into my pocket. I'm <laughs> yeah. bezeling that and laundering that. Uh, <laughs> Bro, side hustle. There you go. And and uh, I, I think that was great because last time we had Danny Jones uh, do her thing, and, and the thing that she, pretty much the only thing she had in her notes was stop feeling sorry for yourself. Oh, right. So, <laughs> yeah. Which I love, but. You know, I thought I had some quotes in there somewhere, but you know, they got but lost. In, in, uh, in my notes, I'll, I'll just say one thing. Um, this is, I wrote this down because it kind of reminds me how this podcast feels. Uh, but it says the first human that evolved from monkeys. So it's, it's, you know, you just, you're born, you wake up and you see everyone, you look around and everyone's just like, <laughs> but you're like, you're fucking, you're a human. So you're just like, what is, what in the world? Like everybody doing? And they're you know, throwing poop at each other. And you're just like, what is going on? I'm very confusing where you're going. Is this a mindset thing? This is what you want to wake up and feel every day? Okay. So, okay. I'm like, <laughs> this is so, so not worth trying to explain, but I'm going to explain it. 
So, so I get what you're saying. The year is a two. Bit. Okay, it's two million years ago, right? Humans are first evolving. Okay, and out of all the monkey tribe, you're the first human that pops. Up. I get that part, and that's how I feel on this podcast because you guys are a bunch of monkeys. That was the joke. Because you're like way smarter than yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. That was a horrible. See, he's, he's a couple. <laughs> he's a couple steps ahead of you there. Yeah, because you're way smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I'm currently peeling the rest of my KT tape off my uh, well, off my <laughs> thing. It hurts really bad, but it doesn't warm when you rub it. I feel like every time I say a note, um, it's just it just goes over everyone's head. I feel like I'm I'm either that smart or I'm that not smart. Do you want to know the answer to that? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but anyways, so so um, I think that was a pretty good podcast. I yeah, want to thank you. Again. Thank you so much, Henry Wynn. But well, before I let you go. Yeah. <laughs> The number is 646-780-9218. As I said, you're the backbone of this podcast. Colin, we love your questions. Even if you, you know, you, we got some interesting ones this week. And we liked them. We answered them. And uh, so keep them coming. Yeah, the we'll next time you hear this, is, I'm going to be an old man. It's my birthday <laughs> yeah. on Thursday. It's birthday. Yeah. Turning uh, 36. 46. 27. 27. <laughs> Anyways. 27. So, I'm, the average age, I'm double. The average age. Of the yeah. <laughs> but uh, so again, thank you so much, Henry, for having this podcast. This is a fun time. I hope the listeners enjoyed me babbling about monkeys and all that. But uh, yeah, big brain stuff. Big brain stuff. So thank you so much. Anything you got to say for the, yeah. for the listeners? Any, any plugs you want to do? Listen to Sin Kick. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> We'll, yeah. put his, we'll put his own. No, this, is my new fa- this is my new favorite podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! We'll put your OnlyFans in the description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I need some help there. Eat <laughs> um, Spencer. Eat Spencer. <laughs> On that note, thanks for listening. All in my head, woke in the morning with a hoe I didn't know in my bed. Walked to the mirror, saw my eyes bloody red. That's the evil I said, but I shouldn't really feel that. Instead, block out the feedback. Yeah, we don't need that. I'ma show you where the fucking drinks and the weed at.